to the night. I raise my hand to the fire, but it's no use. Cause you can't stop it from shining through. It's true, baby, let the light shine through. If you believe it's true, baby, won't you let the light shine through for you? What's up, everybody? Mm, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, y'all. It's fucking round of applause for making it halfway through the week, guys. It's me, your girl, Hayes. If you don't know where you are, I don't know how you got here, but this is the Butterfly Guard, where I talk to you about MMA and more every Wednesday. Mm, yes, I am here. So, got kids, put them to bed, got some drink, get some drink, you got some smoke share share and um just relax while i have you my good graces for the next hour i miss you guys if everyone had a wonderful weekend i had a great weekend talk about my weekend but uh, we'll talk about the weekend we'll talk about this fight okay this whatever you want to call it okay but uh we what's on tap for tonight we have go over what happened this last weekend devastating Talk about contender series. If you're not watching, I'll watch for you. Tough, same thing. You don't gotta watch it because I watch it for you and I give you an update on it. I let you know who's a coming and who's a going. Then we have our UFC picks for this next weekend. So guys, it's gonna be a full night. It's gonna be a fun, full night, okay? Now let's just jump right into it. Hope everyone had a great weekend. I don't know what y'all did, but I'm going to tell y'all what I did. Maybe tell me what you did in the comments. Well, what I did was I went and had me uh, a great morning with my husband and family. And then we um, went and got some drinks with some friends. And then we turned around and went to my husband's boss's house. And we, we decided to uh, buy the Jake Paul fight. I wasn't going to do it. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I did it anyways because I, I got to cover it for you guys. I got to know what happens, okay? So again, went, bought the fight, wasted, I don't know, 70-something dollars on this fight, waste of money, watched most of the UFC fight, and um, yeah, we we actually, though, it wasn't that, it wasn't a bad night, though, because we got to hang out and drink and uh, you know, smoke a little bit, have a good time. It was a good time. Um, but yeah, we all placed a bet. Everyone in the house was going for, um, the man, Nate Diaz. And no, no one but, um, my husband's boss's wife's mother, right? That's a lot, right? But she was going for Jake Paul. And... I secretly was like, I don't know why we're putting money on this. We already know what's going to happen, unfortunately. I knew this was going to happen. I said it on last week's show, and I'll say it again. It's disrespectful for a Disney boy to come and beat up a true gangster. I'm baffled by it. Baffled. Hate it. It was the worst fight ever. 
wasted all my time and money. No, thank you. Jesus. But at least we got to, you know, drink and watch fights and hang out. And we, we had both fights going. So we had the UFC fights and we had um, the uh, Jake Paul fights. But I hardly watched it because I was just vibing with the girls, karaoke, singing. I don't know. We, you know, when girls get together, they're not really there to watch the fights. But you know, I really am there to watch the <laughs> to watch the fights. But I just kind of get, I get, you know, corrupted by these women. I loved them. That's why. Anyways, yeah, I just couldn't believe that uh, Jake Paul won. That was wild. Yeah, that was wild. Um, another thing that comes to mind about that, for some odd reason, has anybody ever thought about the fact that? Nate Diaz is a gangster, but has no tattoos. Doesn't it throw you off? I've never in my life, like, it did never hit me until he was standing up against Jake Paul. Jake Paul's Disney boy. Disney boy's got all these tattoos, and a gangster don't got no tattoos? I was like, this is interesting. This is very interesting. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. But, that's that. That was my weekend. Again, I hope everyone had a great weekend. Oh, and... <clears throat> I thought I would wear this in honor. I quit my job this weekend also. Let me, hold on. Let me wear my name tag so you bitches can know who I am. My name's Haley. Hi, can I take your order? <laughs> no, but I did. I quit my fucking job this weekend. I gotta take all this shit back. Fuck them. But it's okay. I still like all the people that work there. I just could do it anymore. Anyways, so that's what I did. Um, and then yesterday we had a full day of um, MMA, I guess you could say. Hold on, someone's being loud in the background. Loud. <laughs> Making our ruckus. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Ruckus, ruckus, ruckus. Don't look at me like that. Mm -mm -mm. Ruckus. <laughs> Anyways, this is what happens when you live with people. I just married them or whatever. Anyway. Um, yes, so we had a full night of MMA last night, which kind of makes me laugh because it, because they could have done this. They have the Contender Series come out on Tuesday, yes. They also have Tough on Tuesday, so it's like, is Tough not getting enough ratings to where you have to throw the Contender Series on top of Tough, or oh, what's that going on? Do you remember your, okay, I'll, I'll answer this, here we go. Do you remember your first ever pay-per-view, Haley? So for UFC, it was Conor and Khabib, and that's the first UFC fight altogether ever watched, which is a fucking fight to get into to it, right? I'm one of those, right, where people are like, Conor brought me in. Yes, I am one of those. I'm at that age group, too, so it makes sense. And then for boxing, mm, for boxing, I can't remember uh, his name. Well, I can't talk. It was a, uh, man, I was so young. I was like. I think I was um, I was 15, the first boxing one I ever met, watched, and it wasn't even with Cap. No, I was 13. My bad. I was 13 because it wasn't with Cap. Um, I had another boyfriend, and uh, he watched his bo He watched boxing a lot. I went over to his house. It was like the first time I went over to his house, and the first time I ever watched a boxing match. But man, I can't remember um, what the people, who the people were. It'll come to me later. Anyways, but um, yeah, so they, it just made me wonder, is the ratings going down for um, tough? I don't know. I bet it does because nobody I feel like is watching this. 
has not really been an interesting season. It's been had some highlightable things, but but anyways, now we got the contender series going on. And here's my thought on the contender series. And it's like a they should hire me for this, right? Somebody someone should hire me. I need a place in the UFC remotely from here, Texas. Okay. They should take the contender series and treat it like like a fight night. Like um instead of doing it at like the it's at the apex, yes, but instead of doing it there, why not choose smaller cities that have smaller venues that can still hold maybe 10, 15,000 people? Put some pressure on the fighters. Some pressure like with a crowd, yeah, and make more money that way. Also, you get more you're getting more um these people, you're getting these people known before they even come into the UFC. It gives them more pressure. It, it, it would be interesting and it would be worth it even if it was only, uh, what, six fights? Yeah. I mean, that's worth it. You could charge out the butt for it too. So small UFC event. I don't know why I aren't doing this, but just hit all of the surrounding areas. Like, that would be, I don't know. I think that would branch out more. That's just my opinion. Who am I? But hire me, I'm telling you. And also, I'll be making really good fucking, um, what's it? Matchups. I'll be making really good matchups. And, and nobody ever believes me that these matchups are happening. And then all of a sudden, one day they happen, and I'm like, that's what I've been saying. Okay? But yes. So, back to the contender series. I will actually talk about the fights now. Here we go. I missed the first fight. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a mom or whatever and they start kind of early so I, yeah i missed the first fight but um winner was kevin bora boris yes and um then the second fight was between uh talbot talbot and cortez jr which cortez jr is tracy cortez's brother yeah and first of all these weren't ugly men i just wanted to say that anyways um and 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 the post fight uh the post, whatever, it's like the post fight press conf, whatever you want to call that. I don't know, the little interview at the end. Um, Talbot says that uh, he takes a pole dancing class. That's interesting. I don't know why I found that interesting and why I needed to say it. But this man that beat this other man up takes a pole dancing class. I just wanted to let, if your feminine side needed to shine anybody, pole dancing. Interesting. Okay. But on round, in round one, I gave that to Cortez because of his grappling, his holding. Um, round two, I gave it to Talbot uh, because he had a nice right get through, and it was just constant rights that were getting through. Let me tell you. And then round three, there was uh, he had good Talbot had good takedown defense. There was uh, there was a pause in the action though in round three for Cortez to get this uh, cut over his eyebrow looked at. I didn't think it was that bad until they like zoomed up on it. I was like, yeah, that's a little big, but they're being kind of dramatic about it. It's the third round, like they're about, and it was in the middle of the third round. So I just thought it was goofy. Um, and then, yeah, and then right after that, right after he gets back into the action, um, he gets hit in the Due to technical difficulties, we have been interrupted. We will be right back with Haley. She just needs to reconnect. Okay. Wow. 
My phone wanted to kick me off. It didn't want me to talk to you. Interesting. Rude. Okay. Anyways, um, yes, he gets kicked in the cup. And he takes his time. Now, I know, I don't know, but I know what it feels like to get hit in the, what's the best way to say this? The vagina bone. This bone. You know? I know what it feels like to get hit there. I fell to my knees, okay? And but and I'm like it when you when you get hit as a woman down there, it's like when you hit a baseball bat and the ball hits it in the wrong place and it vibrates the baseball bat and your arm does that little vibrating thing and it hurts. Well, that's what it feels like to get hit in the vagina. It just feels like you're just a rattling down there. Well, when men get hit in the balls, it's like the end of the world, okay? I don't know what it feels like. I'm sorry that that happens. But this guy, you know, we see it all the time. People get hit. This guy took three minutes and 41 seconds. That's a long, uh, in my opinion, I feel like that's a long time. He wasn't doing any walking around. You know, you see them doing the walking around. I don't know if these techniques work because I'm not a dude, but... Walking around, jumping up and down, doing the sit-jump thing on their balls. I mean, whatever you have to do. Jingle them around, whatever. Readjust, I don't know. But he just wasn't doing anything but sitting there and complaining in his head probably. Like, oh, so tired. Oh, I'm like, you have not that long to get up. And the other guy's not hurt whatsoever. So he's just recovering. You're giving yourself less of a chance here by three minutes and 41 seconds to recover but as Laura Senko would say when you when you jibble the giblets that's what she said when you jibble the giblets they ain't nothing you could do well I guess there wasn't nothing really he could do anyways because he lost okay Cortez lost and uh top it won and he set the record for most significant strikes in the bantamweight <laughs> What are you doing, bantamweight? That didn't even seem like that interesting. I mean, it was a good fight, but it was it was it like something that made me jump up out of my seat and scream, "Holy shit!" No, not really. But the most significant strikes, interesting. Anyways, so yes, he won. Um, I can't say this name, this last name, Kevin Saflosky. Saflosky. I think that's how you say it, because I was saying Savolsky, like Savolsky crystals. Yes, that's every time I read it, I want to say that. And then um, Machado, Machado, and managed an interview with Machado. But uh, and I, look, Machado did good. He was putting out output. I think it was sixty-one strikes to one strike by Savovsky. And I'm sitting here thinking, this is a boring fight. This is boring. I wish he would have knocked him out because he was doing, I mean, he looked great, Machado, but I just wish there would have been more just both from both ways of both people. And then, um, and then maybe it would have been a lot more interesting, but uh, Machado won that because, you know, it was hardly any output from the other guy. So interesting. That follows up with a really good fight. Best fight of the night, in my opinion. Um, with Tom Nolan in Bogad Grad, Grad, yes, with a KO knockout round one, 
He had a straight left followed by a big shot on the ground, like a big, big shot. And uh, I thought it was a brutal looking shot. Tom at the end states, that's what you get for talking shit. I was like, oh, I didn't know there was shit to be talked. I did not know that we was talking the shit. Where was the shit talking I missed? I missed it. I'm usually on these things, so I don't know where it was, but I missed that. Um, and then later on in his press conference, interview, dang talk, whatever you want to call it, um, he speaks about the fact that when he was younger, he was bullied and he promised himself nobody would ever talk shit to him like that again. And that's what happens when you talk shit is what he said. So he was giving everyone a fair little warning that when you talk shit, you get beat up, bruh. That's what happens. And then last fight of the night, look, I, I was paying attention to this fight, but at the same time, by this point, I was kind of, I had smoked a little bit. I was not paying attention that great. So Al Almeida versus Fernando. And round one, I know Fernando got knocked down with a leg kick. And that kind of causes Almeida to get top position. And he stays there most of the rest of the round, you know. Um, and then uh, round two, Fernando tried to get a takedown but it was reversed and Almeida stayed on top for the rest of the round. So it was kind of like, mm, here we go again, right? Um, at the end, um, round three, uh, the only thing really note here is that Almeida slipped and ended with Fernando on top, but Fernando does nothing with it, doesn't gain anything by it because he just took him down. He really didn't get a sub or get any ground and pound in or really nothing going on, so. There's that, um, but um, Almeida won that, and yeah, I think I was being a little bit mean about it, but like he was celebrating before he even knew he was in the UFC. Like, I mean, I was celebrating like like a lot, you know. Like you can celebrate, you know, and enjoy your um, win, but I just felt like that was some over the top celebration. He was celebrating like he just won the UFC belt. I was like, calm down, sir. You don't even know if you've gotten in yet. You don't even know yet, okay? Please calm down. But a thing to note about Almeida is he um, he fought Alex Pereira before in kickboxing and won. Yes. So that's interesting. Maybe he already knew that there's no fucking way I'm not getting in now. Like, <laughs> But yes, at the end of the night, Dana comes out. Dana announces that Every single winner, every single winner of all the fights is getting a contract into the UFC. Now, that's fine and all, but I remember a time when it was a little bit harder, and a little bit harder to get in. Um, with, I, I remember that sometimes it would be like, oh, two people up. Two people can get in now this week versus everybody. And it seems like I'm hoping that this doesn't happen, but it could be that the later on they go in the show, they'll get a little bit more picky. And then I'm like, that sucks because sometimes you find some good people that may be lost but deserve a contract over person that won. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but that's just my opinion. Don't come for me. <laughs> yeah, that was um, the Contender series which I watched for you guys. You're welcome. <clears throat> You're always welcome, yes. 
And then, um, then I watched the ultimate fighter right afterwards. You see what I do for you. Just so you don't have to watch these things. If you don't want to, we don't have time. Maybe you had to take, go get groceries and take the damn dog out. I don't know, but you missed it. So I watched it. You're welcome. Um, ultimate fighter was between Kirk Hollaberg. I can't say his last, his last name. Hollow. Hmm. Yes, interesting. And Jason Knight. Um, these guys were supposed to fight 10 years ago, but there was an accident and the fight didn't happen. And here's what's interesting about this is they're fighting again, right? So it's like that sometimes, and they live in different places, yeah? So sometimes God puts people back in your lives over and over again for a path. You have no idea for why, right? But you meet up with them later on in life. Some people are just destined to be a part of your life. I just thought that was a weird reminder of that. Anyways, um, also on the um, this episode of the Ultimate Fighter was the Coach's Challenge. Now, this was interesting. I thought it was interesting. Um, they did a trivia game and a cold plunge. So they, they got in the ice bath. They got some quads. The freaking mm, ABCD. Yeah. And um, had Bruce Buffer, Buffer come out and um, ask some trivia questions. So the first round was about um, or Ultimate Fighter history. Just random questions about Ultimate Fighter history. Which, by the way, I played along and I got, I don't want to fucking brag or anything, bitch. But I got 12 out of 14, so bitch, <laughs> memory's not that bad. Okay. And so I played along with it. Um, but yeah, so the first one was about yeah, Ultimate Fighter history. Second, over the overview of just UFC history, yeah. And then third was questions about each other that were worth double points. So Connor got asked questions about Chandler. If you got them right, double points. If Chandler got it right, double points of Connor. And the funny thing was... <laughs> The funny, I thought it was a little fucked up, but it was funny. They asked Chandler, what round, I'm going to ask you guys, what round did Connor get submitted by Khabib? What round was that? Dun, 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 dun. What round was that? It was round four. Because, you know what, I thought it was, I, th I knew it was round four, but the fact that they asked him that right in front of Connor, and Connor was like, come on, man, you gotta bring that up, Phil. <laughs> But they did good. Both of them knew each other very well. It was interesting to see. They they know each other's records. They knew each other's um, like brands, like what they were named after, stuff like that, which I thought that was fun. But Conor McGregor ended up coming out on top and states, the rich gets richer. Well, I wish I would get richer, Mr. Conor McGregor. I'm poor. Thank you for pointing that out. You have to say that. Then after the coach's challenge, and you know how that goes, everybody wins their money. Um, they did a face-off, and the two of them had a face-off. And after the face-off, Jason Knight grabs Kurt, and they do a nice little prayer. I thought that was nice. It was sweet. Just some friends, you know, about to do a prayer or whatever. I was like, okay, that's good. That's nice. And then, um, so they basically said that, excuse me. They basically said that since they were, um, you know, good friends, 
really respected each other that they were going to go out there and put on a banger, a good banger, which is what they did. I thought the fight was great. Uh, round number one, Kurt really had a lot of output uh, against uh, Jason Knight, and um, Jason Knight had some slips, but, you know, Kurt was just like, get back up, man, you know, let's fight on our feet. Cool. They, so they go back and forth. There's a bloody match. Bloody. Um, it was so good, though. It was a good fight. And then uh, round two, again, back and forth with the strikes until Kurt lands uh, like a right hand down the middle and then follows it up with some ground and pound. And they come out boys at the end of it all, but Kurt won. So, uh, yeah, your winner by TKO was Kurt. And uh, Dana states that he believes that that was fight of the season. I believe it as well. These fights haven't been over the top, make you want to jump out, you know, scream or anything. It's just been fights, yeah? So but this fight, I was like, damn, that's a bloody, it was a good fight. So, yeah, that's that's UFC uh, Tough and Contender Series. And then um, I guess Manny is about to come on here and help me with my picks because I don't know. I didn't look. I never look at the card. Ever. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Da, 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 that is Manny. <laughs> All right. Oh, my Good God. Timing. I just typed in UFC trying to get to the thing, and it brought up UFC – UFC um, dolls. What? UFC no. dolls? Like, 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 yeah, like the actual bigger dolls. Oh. That's not what I want. Like, why would you take me here? <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm gonna be on there. So yeah, I'm. We'll 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 do the best we can here because I am a little bit behind on my research for UFC Fight Night Luke versus Anos. But I hey, we'll we'll wing it. We'll do the best we can. Um, you know what's on the main page for the UFC right now? Okay. Ooh, O'Malley? No, Power Slap. But I wish it was O'Malley. Oh, is that going on this weekend? That's what I see. Power Slap 4. Power Slap 4 is live on Rumble. Right in now? 60, in 68 right hours. Now? Oh, yes. 68 hours. 68, 68 hours. hours and 33 minutes. I mean, I do kind of catch a glimpse of it every now and then. I just can't believe it's still going. That's what I'm saying. I just can't, like, for the life of me, I'm like, wow, Dana really wants this thing to work. So it's like, I guess, Dana. I mean, I don't know. Listen, I'm not hate. I'm not hate on the guy. He's 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 made of money. He's done a ton of things. He's turned like the story of how he got into the whole UFC and everything is it's like a it's a storybook type of thing of rags to riches. And so the guy knows what he's doing. But I just the the, the slapping thing. Because I've watched it a little bit, and then I found myself like so, like they had they had the, uh, I guess I don't know what do they call the tough thing for the power slap. They had that thing, like they all went to the house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what was that? <laughs> just, did anyone watch that? <laughs> I guess I watched some of it. Did it like they did went, it they, they, they did, they did training. They went, they would slap bags and shit, like. They would work on flexibility and like how to slap and techniques. I mean, this all really happened. And then it had like a then it had a whole season. I kept thinking to myself, like, wow, we really gotta put people up in a house like this and like record them for like days on end and they're just slapping each other. 
<laughs> once a week or something. I'm like, I don't really, I think we're making this way too complicated. Like just show up and slap the fuck out of somebody. What are we doing? When we were younger, um, speaking of slap, when we were younger at a party one time, they did a slap contest. The boys. Oh, okay. And they were drunk. And, oh, you know, geez. I can already see how this is going, but Cap got slapped the fuck out of i've never seen him oh my god i remember sitting there like staring at him like i'm really thinking i'm gonna marry him one day and he just went boom and he fell into the tv and everything i mean he was done for i was like yeah oh, i just walked no. outside i was like yeah no <laughs> hey. like, yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna marry him. <laughs> you get a little liquored up we all you know, make some dumb decisions. Well, like, of, I could take a smack. <laughs> one of our friends afterwards, I remember too, Trey came outside. His whole like, side of his, his, like, a whole handprint on his face. And I looked at him <laughs> and I was like, you want me to take you seriously as a man, yeah? Oh, you just no. got slapped the fuck out of. And it was like, into a TV. And he's like, you should see Dom. My good friend Dom come running out. He goes, spit out a tooth. Show oh, it to me. And he, no. I was like, he said, Oh man, that's a good tooth too. And I was a back one. I was like, no. Unbelievable. He was like, he like cut off half it, like chipped half his tooth or something. Yo, that's he like slapping to another level now. Slapping his teeth at your mouth. This wasn't this was like they just would do shit, yeah. Like just with guys, they would just do shit. Like they are boxing out in the middle of the road. Yeah. yeah. In the just having a boxing contest. I have a video of Trey too. Yeah, I probably no, I probably don't have it anymore. But I had a video of Trey and him and his good buddy. They're boxing, they're going at it. Trey's landing good shots, and then boom, he just goes straight into the sewer ditch. And I'm like, <laughs> no, and we made a oh, meme out of it. Like every, I'd slowed it down, and every time you just get punched, you, you just get punched. <laughs> I love oh, Trey. <laughs> oh my gosh, poor Trey. <laughs> got knocked out, boy. And I, he stood up fast, like nothing ever happened. We're like, no, you just got knocked out. Oh my gosh. He wasn't one of the first guys either. Like a bunch of our buddies would knock each other out, just like, oh, you want to? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Gloves on. Like, and I'll, we just watched him out in the road, just a bunch of cowboys in boots, just getting knocked <laughs> out. Like, <laughs> I remember a cop come up on us one time and he was like, just make sure you, can you do it in the backyard? Like, or on the grass, the on the grass. Yeah, because yeah, of the, the concrete, the concrete, you fall yeah. down, you hit your head or something. It's like, yeah, he was like, I get boys or boys, but can y'all move it to the back or something? And we were like, oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's crazy how many people, I mean, I did a little bit of that when I was like like young, like very, very young, but like I didn't do it into like my adult years. Like there's some people who just, they just carry on. But um, yeah, man, it's amazing. Like a little backyard boxing. Yeah. It, it runs in all different types of cultures. Uh, you know, athletes do it. Like in- They would bare knuckle box. Like if they just oh, ever, they just all, <laughs> I, it was just a bunch of ra- rowdy cowboys and I was somehow part of this. And then one time, one of our good buddies, he was like, I could take a punch uh, from a girl, too. Like, he was talking about, like, yeah. oh, he couldn't punch me. And I was like, I'm about to punch you. Like, but he was <laughs> like, oh, go ahead, do it, do it. I just, 
smacked back. I hit him in his face. He woke up the next morning. His whole side of his face was oh. bruised. And he was like, man, what happened to my face? And I was like... <laughs> I was like, um, bro, I hit you with my fist. He's like, ah, <laughs> forgot. <laughs> Texas forever. Uh, like, dude, but wild. That was back when, but we don't do none of that no more. I mean, as, as, as we get older, we try to be a little more sane, but we do some wild shit as we're growing up. Yeah. We it, all it do just, it. Dude, that just makes me laugh. Every time I see Slap, I think about that night. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, listen, I watched a movie the other day where a guy gets slapped. It's a comedy. He gets slapped and he gets like kind of knocked out. And it's so funny the way they all set it all up. And it's like, yeah, man, a good snack slap could knock somebody like really out. Like out. All right. So we're talking about UFC Fight Night Luque versus Dos Anos. And it's coming up this Saturday. Super duper early start time, though. It's like four o'clock for me, which is three o'clock for you, which is like 12 31 o'clock in Vegas. Um, that seems kind of weird, but yeah. they've adjusted. But uh, I'll be tuned in at 4 o'clock. My family's going to Europe to go visit my in-laws, so I will be home alone with the animals, the dogs, and the cats for about a week and a half. Dang. But, yeah, it's actually kind of good, though. I have a few projects in the house. I'm finishing up a little renovation of our bathroom, some outside landscaping. I want my you know wifey to come back after the trip and be very happy with some of the house renovations and so that's that's a good part of it but i'll have yeah. my cat my cats and my dogs will be keeping me company i'll doing a lot of ufc watching on saturday so anyway long story short 13 bouts it's going to be held at the apex it's a ufc fight night event of course no belts in the line and we'll jump in the prelim card first do the best we can i yeah. fully admit i have not done full film study and research here on all these fights but you know and if we'll manny do. don't do it Haley, don't do it. <laughs> so here we go. First fight, Juliana Miller, American fighter, three and two, and of course, winner of her division of the Ultimate Fighter, uh, what last year, yeah. and um, and up against Luana Santos, the Brazilian, who's five and one, making her first walk into the UFC. What are your thoughts? What say you, Haley? Yes. So we, we, we do, and we kind of briefly talked about this, but the thing is, like you were saying, <clears throat> Julianne Miller didn't really fight anyone hard. And then she got put into a fight that shouldn't have been, I guess, as hard. Yeah. And she yeah. got dominated. I felt she did. she did. And Veronica had been off for so long, such a weird fight. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought that was weird. Um, so I do like Juliana as a person, but like we were, both saying yeah it's kind of hard to go for her right now um because i do like her though i don't know she might just i hope she proves me wrong yeah because i like her i like her attitude and um just the way she presents herself i know her i don't know luana santos i mean i've seen her i feel like but i don't know her yeah, I mean it's it's a first time fight for you know her and those debutants tend to, I don't know. I mean I shouldn't say they tend to struggle, but they all come up a little bit differently. And so Juliana Miller at least has the edge. She's fought in you know the apex. She was on the show. She should feel comfortable in that you know the environment. She's you know had her fight already in the UFC. This will be her second fight. So a lot of things to be on the advantage of Miller. But it is Santos who's favored to win. She is a slight favorite um 
So that's kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Santos. I think Santos is gonna win by decision uh, when the props all drop. The over one and a half rounds fight starts round three. Over two and a half. All things that I would be looking at if I were you. Okay, Damon Blackshear, thirteen five and one American up against Jose or Jose. I mean, it looks like it should be Jose, but I believe it's pronounced Jose uh, Johnson, who's fifteen and seven. So two. Athletic guys, what do you think here? I'm trying to pull up their their te- their tapologynessness. Yes, their tapologynessness. Yeah, so yeah, these guys are two very athletic fighters. Um, I've watched them fight before. I've broken down fights of theirs in the past. Damon Blackshear is a very good wrestler. Uh, you know, he he's 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 got some submission ability. He can dominate on the ground against people that are not good wrestlers and. That's maybe where Jose Johnson may get overwhelmed here because Jose Johnson's a pretty good kickboxer, good striking at range. But uh, when it comes to the ground game, I think Damon Blackshear's going to have a big advantage here. It's just some of my thoughts off. I was about to say, because um, I'm looking here. Yeah, he had a win last time to Damon Blackshear. So it doesn't show me Jose's last win or loss. Interesting. Yeah, so for... For Jose, his last fight, he fought Jack Cartwright. He won by decision, and that was on Contender Series. That was last season. So here's a guy who was on Contender Series last year, speaking of Contender Series, and mm-hmm. he won by decision but didn't get the contract. Not like last night. Last night, everyone got the contract. Right. But, um, so now he steps in here on a three-fight winning streak, Jose, and had some wins in Fury FC, uh, did lose to Mana Martinez, Back in Fury FC and Ronnie Lawrence in uh Fury and in, in contender series back in the day. Both those guys were in the UFC now. So um yeah, nice little record there for Jose and Demond Blackshear again. I think the rest, I mean it's gonna be I think, I think I'm gonna go for a Demond Blackshear. Demond Blackshear. Okay. I'm gonna look over I want to make sure I have the odds available to me because I know the odds were in favor of Demond, but I just don't know exactly how much he is. Minus two hundred, and you got Jose plus one sixty five. Okay, yeah. So we're all we're both at Demond. I like him to win the fight by decision, outside chance. Maybe he wins by uh, submission. Next fight: Montserrat Ruiz, the Mexican female fighter, versus Jacqueline Amorim, the Brazilian female, six and one versus ten and two. What do you think here? And I have not looked at this fight, so I'm a little bit. So blind. both of them lost their last fights. Interesting. Um. Brazilian is like only three inches taller. Hmm. I don't know. I don't like the way. I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. Now, Amram is a big favorite I'm seeing here. I, I'm just looking up the number. She's like a minus 250 favorite. A little surprising. But I guess, you know what? Montserrat Ruiz, Montserrat Ruiz, if I think that's the person I'm thinking of. She's kind of limited, um, and so I, I think this is a probably a, a going to be an easier matchup for, for Jacqueline. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was sitting here thinking, yeah. Didn't she lose her debut? That, that's right. Didn't Jacqueline lose her debut against – oh, I'm going to look it up right now. I remember this fight. Yes, she lost to Sam Hughes, and she was a big favorite, and everyone was like, oh, you know, uh, Jacqueline's so much better and Sam Hughes sucks. And Jacqueline was a minus 275 favorite. And she came in there completely gassed out and then lost by decision. So it was kind of a rough bout for her. 
But Montserrat Ruiz, let me see what her last few fights were. She comes in here. She looks thicker, like bigger. Yeah, she does. She has a win over Cheyenne Vlismas, though. Interesting. That's kind of interesting. You know what? Like I gotta do. I got. She looks broader. Yeah, she looks thicker, right? Um, I gotta do a full film study here, but yeah, Jacqueline Emmerim did fall apart last fight when it came to cardio. That's a little bit sketchy. And this I, girl is more like of a grappler, it seems like. Uh, yeah, from Mexico. From Mexico. Yeah, I mean, I guess the I'll 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 probably lean prop heavy here instead of choosing a side. I'll look for like the fight just simply going to round two or three or the full distance. It's two females. They're straw weights. I mean, um, and again, in the case of Jacqueline Amrim, if you watch her last fight, you're going to have a hard time betting on her because she ran out of gas. Yeah. And like after round one, that was it. She was done. She was done. She was exhausted. Yeah, I think I'm going to go for Montessori. All right, so give a give a shot to them. You know what? I'm gonna go with you on this one before I even do a deep. This is my initial thoughts here before I get my do whole research. But I'm gonna go with Ruiz too. Fading Amarim just really did not like that. The, the cardio look there last fight was very concerning. Okay, next fight: heavyweights mm -hmm. and Josh Parisian, the American, fifteen and six. Martin Boudet, like a Boudet, the toilet, twelve and one overall. <laughs> um. So big, big boys here. Any any thoughts in this fight? And if you don't have any well, thoughts, I don't. I think um, Martin Boudet is like the name rings a bell, so that's okay. who I thought I was going to go for. So I good, good, good one. Right. Yeah. His name rang a bell when I heard it, so I was like, okay, I guess I'm gonna go for you. Well, here's what I can tell the people out there is that Josh Parisian is the kind of guy where. As soon as his name comes across the wire, it's like you know you're 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 like screaming of average heavyweight, a guy who has a job in this division right now just because the division is barren and doesn't have a lot of big guys. Mm -hmm. He is a natural heavyweight. He he's not awful. Like he's he's serviceable, but he's not very good at times. And I I think Martin Boudet at times can be pretty good. Like he he can do some things well. He can rough up opponents against the fence. He does a great job at dirty boxing. Um, but these fights can come down to like one guy falls, the headweight's on top for a full round. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely conditioning will be a major factor. I'm going to lean with Boudet winning, but it could be by decision because Parisian, like these heavyweight fights that go to decision are so annoying, but this could be one of them. <clears throat> yeah. You know, these guys, yeah, they could, they could, they could kind of drag things out. Plus with heavyweights, I noticed this, if you get past like the first round and a half or so, they become so tired they can't finish each other now. They just yeah, I mean, because they're they're not they're just not built with power instead of endurance. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna lean with Boudet winning this fight uh, by decision. So, yep. and you were on Boudet too, so we're we're in agreement there. Next one, Francis Marshall, American Francis Marshall, who's seven and one, pretty good fighter, was on Contender Series, I believe, last year. Wow, another guy. From contender series versus Isaac Dolgarian and Dolgarian, who's five and oh undefeated. Uh, where is this guy from? Where did he come from? Oh, yeah, he's he's coming from FAC, a whole different place. So, yeah, 
yeah, he's not from contender or anything else. But uh, what what are your thoughts here? I have no idea who this well, this Isaac kid is. Yeah, I don't know that. who Isaac is. I, I've seen the Francis Marshall guy fight. Uh, I think I saw him on the contender series. Yes. So I was gonna right. go for Francis Marshall just based off of the fact that I have no idea. I've not seen the other guy. Yeah, I don't know about this other guy. The line right now has Francis Marshall sitting at minus one sixty. So interesting. It's not like he's a big favorite. This other kid is is plus one thirty, and he's he's five and zero. Oh. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to look at his his film to see what's up with this kid. I mean, he looks like he's stacked based upon his his profile picture. He looks like what's his name? C.J. Vergara, right? Oh, yeah, it kind of does. Kind of get, I mean, I have to look closer to see if he does, but, like, he just gives me these C.J. Vergara vibes right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go with Francis Marshall, just like you said. I feel like Marshall's a guy that I, I recognize more. I know how he fights. I know yeah. Marshall likes to wrestle. Um, doesn't he go by Fire Marshall? Yeah, Francis uh, yeah. Fire Marshall. Yes. Does he come out? He should come out to the Fire Man's Common. <laughs> yeah right what's that song who's that who sings that so but Fine. you know i'm gonna look closer to this fight though this isaac dolgarian guy looks kind of mean and, and and like kind of like a killer so but uh for Are now i'm gonna, I'm gonna go. fighting again sorry i just saw this yes so terrence mckinney that's the next fight let's go right into that when's he when is he gonna give himself a break you know that might be what he needs is like a good break like a good like moment to because he keeps losing so I, I know a lot about this young man from having interviewed him, uh, even if I like, like, for example, I interviewed, I introduced, um, what's his name? Um, oh, the guy who came on to your show a few times. who's so funny. Sidicrius. Mm -hmm. I introduced Sidicrius to him as part of like a, hey, man, help this young man out with some stuff. And Terrence was very nice enough to reach out to him and like, whatever. So I do know Terrence a little bit. I've interviewed him multiple times. He had a baby this past year. You know, he's he's made the move to Texas to train now with Kevin Holland. I don't know <clears throat> what what personal life is like in terms of is the mom and the baby still back in Seattle? Are they with him? Mm -hmm. um, he, he's doing this a lot could of just be like he's hustling hard to right now trying to. I feel like he's going through a lot. You see yes. what I'm saying? Like he's going through a lot. I know he's talked about he has goals. He has aspirations. You know, he kind of grew up single mom ish and he's been through a lot he appreciates you know coming out from under but you, the right word was hustle there right he's trying to get things you know back on track and you see his name pop up and you're like didn't he just fight the other day like yeah like he just fought like not too long ago yeah so that's definitely the first red flag and then he's not just fighting the other day like he he's not losing these fights by decision like he's getting finished ago. yeah like a month ago he got submitted Yes, so the fifth got knocked out. So yeah, so the fifteenth of July, which is not even a month, round two gets submitted by Nazim Sajikov. Um, and and look, I mean, he he gasses out, he gets exposed, he's got his hand behind his back, gets submitted with one arm behind his back. It was terrible. <laughs> um, excuse me, and then of course Ismail Bonfim knocked him into next year in mm -hmm. January of this year. And then last year in 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 uh the Dober fight got knocked around. So my man's been finished three times in the in less than in about a year. Yeah. Three times. He's now back in the saddle. I will say this, at least Breeden is not like a super duper high level finisher and doesn't hit very hard. Um but 
I fear if Terrence McKinney gets into round number two, he'll send a gas out. He'll just gas mm-hmm. out. And then Breeden could just do anything he wants. Who knows? Catch him with something, wear him out. Quick turnaround, not a full cam, lots to be concerned about. That's but I'm gonna true. I'm gonna say this though. Terrence McKinney is a big favorite here, which is that's a trap. Like he's a minus three hundred favorite on some books, and that seems like a very sketchy spot. Yeah. I mean, he's got some he's got some proving to do before you know people want to go putting that kind of money behind him. So, but I am gonna choose and win. I'm gonna go. Terrence McKinney wins the fight by uh, a round one submission. You know, he goes to the ground, shows off his world class wrestling. I mean, people don't know this, but he was like barely outside of ma- making an Olympic team, like literally coming out of high school. This guy is a very good wrestler. He just doesn't show it all the time, but. Um, Needs to get back to his roots, and if he suffers another bad loss here, or gets finished, oh man, right? Oh, it's gonna man. look bad. It's gonna look bad. It's gonna look bad. I mean, people would. They said after his. They said before his last fight that even if he had lost, he's such a popular name right now, and you know UFC likes his fighting style that he wouldn't get released. But if he were to get finished here by Breeden, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually just let him go for a minute. And let him like get back on track because right now he's like, yeah, he's not making it out of the fight. He's losing, right? So, but yeah. I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna go with him to win, though. I'm still gonna choose him to win. I'm gonna, I'm yeah, hopefully he makes a comeback. I mean, I I don't really know who I have here. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one, tough one. So, all right, next fight. Um, I'm gonna go to next fight. Next fight is what still is prelim it? card. Last fight prelim card. JP Bays or Bays. Guys. The former husband of Cheyenne Vlismus, um, up against Marcus McGee, who McGee flashed onto the scene earlier this year. What yeah, is a late replacement? I like, yeah, I like so. Marcus. I think I had Marcus to win on this one. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, you and everyone else, Marcus is like a minus three fifty ish range favorite. Um, probably lo- people are loading up on him probably um, on parlays because they saw his last fight. They saw how dominant he is. And for J.P. Bays or Bays, I mean, he's been in a bit of a rut. I thought he got let go. I guess they resigned him because I think he was let go. Let me double check. Was he? Did he fight a fight or two outside the UFC before coming back in here? Um, no, he didn't. Okay, so he had lost three in a row. He lost to Silva, Montel Jackson, and Durden. I believe he got released, but then somehow got brought back, and they're bringing him back to get oh eaten up here by Marcus McGee. So. It's tough, man. It's tough for a guy like JP Bays, who's like he can't get a can't get a break. They're basically giving him almost an unwin- unwinnable matchup. I feel like so. <laughs> I feel bad for yeah. the guy. <laughs> yeah, I I think Mar- Marcus is gonna win that one. Yeah, Marcus is very athletic and he's training with some good guys. Um, uh, man, yeah, J- JP, man, thanks for coming back to the UFC, dude. But it's gonna be it's gonna be tough going. So. Maybe Marcus McGee. I, I like Marcus McGee within the first two rounds by by submission, and uh, that's how I see it getting done. JP Bates also likes to grapple too, but I think just McGee is stronger, and just I don't know, he's got it more together right now. So that's my thoughts. Okay, let's move on to the main card. First fight, the main card: Josh Fremd, not to be confused with Josh Friend. He's not your friend. Josh Fremd <laughs> up against Jamie Pickett. What do you think here? I just going. I think I'm going for Josh Fremd. Okay. And what do you know here about Fremd? Do you know anything about this guy? 
I've, I think I saw his last fight. He looked familiar. And usually when people, like, their faces, like, ring a bell in my head, then I'm always like, mm, you must have made an impression on me. Yes, must have not been a complete idiot, Oh, right? it was against Sidetrius Dumas. It was. It was. Very good. Very good. Um, and you know what? Um, he did a good job in that fight. He's coming to his fight now as a big favorite. Mine is like 360 range. Yeah. That surprises me. Now, of course, Pickett got defeated in his last fight against Bo Nickel. He kind of got like just wiped on the yeah. floor. Yeah. Like, it was a bad. He was complaining was about a, he was complaining about like a headbutt or something. Like, nah, man, you just got beat up. Mm-hmm. And so uh Pickett's trying to rebound. I do think Pickett's being severely underestimated here. Um, he's not that bad of a fighter. You know, he's not that awful. Um, no, but uh, he needs to keep it standing, I think. I don't think he can afford to be on the bottom here, friend. Um, and so, yeah, important fight here for Pickett. He needs to win this fight. And for friend, man, my, minus 360, it's a lot of uh, expectations here. So I'm curious to see how this fight unravels. I'm going to go with Pickett. I'm taking yeah. Pickett to win by decision. Ow, just hurt my finger. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next fight here. Um. Um. Uh, poor JP Bay. He's gonna get eaten up by McGee. All right. So next fight main card: Tafan Ninjukui versus or is it Ninjukui? Ninjukui. 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 Yeah. Tafan Ninjukui versus AJ Dobson. These guys are so similar. I mean, even their physiques are similar. But uh, what do you? Yeah. What do you got going two, on here? I don't know these two very well, so I was just going based off of feeling on that one. So I was just okay. gonna go for. I was gonna go for AJ Dobson. I don't know why, but I feel it. <laughs> I think I saw something on the on on social media. Some people that I I like to follow and stuff were saying that they like uh, AJ Dobson here. That they feel like you know he's a a good value this week. That he's the better fighter. Um, I believe Tefan and Jukoi, if I remember him correctly, he. You know, well, both guys, they tend to fatigue. You know, they have very big, strong physiques, mm-hmm. but they tend to become very laboring. And so, you know, their best versions of themselves are definitely early on. Early on, And then if they can't get things done there, it's just it's really sloppy. Uh, let's put it that way. Um, Tafan is lined currently at, looking at these lines, Tafan, where is he at? Do they have these lines? Oh, yeah, Tafan's at minus 145. AJ a slight dog at plus one twenty. I mean, it's basically a pick and price, but I'm gonna lean here with Dobson. I've been hearing some decent good stuff about him. You're going with him too. Why not for now? Okay, next fight on the main card. Only a few left here. We've got Pollyanna Viana, the last of the female fights in the card, up against Yasmin or Eisman Lucindo. Eisman. Yeah, tough name. I I Eisman Lucindo versus Pollyanna Viana. Two Brazilian female fighters. What your thoughts here? I think I'm gonna. I think I'm going for um, Pollyanna Vienna, and also her last name sounds like Vienna sausages. <laughs> it does. Um, I think Eisman is a pretty big favorite here, but yeah, I'm, I'm not. Going, yeah, I feel like I, I gotta go. I don't know. Gotta go underdog on this one. Just well, you know what? It's not a bad idea because again, I, we've seen so many female fights recently where the underdog has won. Um, Pollyanna is is not a bad fighter by any means. Um, I think she has a good shot here. She's fought some good competition. I think Pollyanna has probably fought the better strength of schedule. That's just me 
off the top of my head talking without actually looking at their records or who they fought. Um, in terms of the line, it's minus 190 for Lucinda. I guess that's not too crazy, but minus 190 for Lucinda, plus 155 for Viana. So um, I'm going to go with, you know, I'm going to go with Lucinda, but I, I do have to look this up. And you're going with Viana. It's not, it's not a bad play at all. So. Okay, next fight on the main card, Khalil Roundtree versus Chris Dalkis. And you've got Roundtree around minus 205, Dalkis at plus 170. Any thoughts here on this fight? Um, yeah, so I, you know, I, I've seen Chris Dalkis fight, and his name is familiar to me. I was going to go for him, but Captain was like, no, nah, you don't want to go for him this time. <laughs> I mean, like, you want to go for Roundtree. I was like, <laughs> okay. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Roundtree's been looking good recently. Like, he has had himself a few good fights, and I I can understand the, the people supporting him right now because, again, he's on a bit of a good streak. But, but, um, Dalkus is due, and, you know, Roundtree has been made mistakes in the past. I am going to choose Roundtree. I'm going to go with Roundtree. I think he's going to finish the fight probably round number two, TKO. That's my pick. Um, but I don't want to sleep on Dalkis all the way. I mean, he's not a, a an awful fighter, and he he's due for a bounce back. So that's just my my two cents yeah. on that. Okay, co-main event: Cub Swanson, a fan favorite, veteran, twenty-eight and thirteen American fighter, up against Hakeem Duwadu, thirteen three and one Canadian. And uh, Cub Swanson is a dog here, plus one ninety-five. Hakeem Duwadu, you can get him at minus three forty. What say you of these two fighters? I was I like Cub Swanson, but for some reason I keep feeling like Hakeem for some reason. Yeah, he's the favorite here. I mean, the big concern with Cub Swanson is is age. Now it's like he's starting to yeah. break down. You know, he's he's been around the this block. This guy's like a more time. fresh. He's thirteen and three. The other guy's yeah. twenty eight, thirteen. He's been through some fights. Exactly. You know, Cub Swanson. I even was wondering like how much longer is he gonna fight? Um, just don't know how much le- he has left in the tank. Mm-hmm. I, I do think he's a live dog because he's the kind of guy who's just got a, a big amount of heart. Um, but I am thinking that this is probably going to go to Hakeem Duwadu, and I think he could even maybe get to Cub Swanson and finish Cub Swanson. Uh, durability yeah. is becoming a problem for him. So I'm going to go with Duwadu, younger mm-hmm. fighter, and a uh, bigger upside. So Duwadu yeah, into the distance. Last fight, Vincente Luque, Brazilian, up against Rafael Dos Anjos, another Brazilian. Both guys have been around the game for a long time. The line currently, well, it's been all week very close. It's now still at a pick so it's even money either way. Dos Anjos is a bit older, though, than Vincente Luque. Any thoughts on this fight here? Yeah, well, Raf, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos, uh, he's got me. He's, I've, I've picked him, so, and that's just because... He's a, like a fan favorite. He's a favorite for me. Like, I've always liked his fights. I think he yes. fights well. So, yeah, I have him to win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Dos Anjos is the kind of guy where he's a he's got finishing ability. He's a veteran, fought some really good fighters along the way. I think when I when I keep going back to my, my thoughts, I've done some breaking down of this film in this fight, is I like Vincente Luque's output now at 31 years old. He's seven years the junior. I think he's still within that prime, whereas Dos Anjos is definitely on the outside of the prime from an age standpoint. And so if we get to rounds three and four and five, whatever, late rounds, I can see Luca having a little more output and having more success. Um, yeah. 
on the ground, Dos Anjos will be the better fighter. He he does have submission ability, at least early on. He should be the more dangerous fighter. But Luca has a bunch of submissions too, so it's going to be interesting. It's a good fight. I'm um, looking forward to it. But I'm going to take Vincente Luque to finish the fight by like a submission of some kind or a club and sub, something in later rounds, like round four or even round number five. There she blows. And we are at 10.59, the top of the hour. We are at it. We are on it tonight with freaking timing. Yes, we are on exactly. Um for those who joined us, Antoine Willis, thank you. I see you guys thank there, BC all. Dave. Um, Everybody. You, you guys are the best. Um, I saw some people I didn't recognize. That one guy, GCORC, but thank you for stopping through. Anthony W., Thomas Manzanaro, um, Toe Miggins, appreciate all you guys for stopping through here on Wednesday for Butterfly Guard. And um, I will depart here for a second and let Haley say her toodle-doos and her goodbyes and I will I will see you guys next week. I'll see you in a second, Haley. Alright. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed yourself tonight. Let me put on my southern... Wait. <clears throat> well, honey, I hope you enjoyed yourself tonight and I hope you had here a good damn time on this here channel. And I'll be here every Wednesday and I love you all and I hope that y'all are good people and do good things. And um, yeah, bye, beach, hoots, and love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is now officially the uh, after hours session. We're done with the show. We're just going to do a little sharing of some notes. I have oh. to ask you have you seen the, um, the, the boat, uh, the thing on the, on the Alabama docks, the fight, the boat fight? No, what is this? Are you what? What rock are you hiding under, girlfriend? I've been on Twitter the past few days. Oh no! You, what oh happened? My God, it's the best. You fight have to send of, me it. It's the best fight of the like of the year. You're talking fight of the year accolades here. Gotta um, you got it. I'll, I'll definitely send it to you. But here's the here's the, in a nutshell. I'm gonna try to explain it without laughing too much. <laughs> some some guy who's a security guard black dude he's on the job he's doing his job in broad daylight trying to tell some people to move their like pontoon boat like you gotta move it there's a there's like a river boat about to pull, pull in here to dock and it's big and he's trying to tell these people he's got a security outfit on he's telling them move your boat okay i guess and it's all white folks they're liquored up and so and this, in alabama this, in alabama security uh -huh. cards security guards black so I don't know what's said. At some point, some white guy comes flying out of nowhere, ninja style, initiates the grappling with the security guard. It turns into four or five white dudes on top of a black dude. It's just a bad no. look. It, it's a bad look. People are recording it from the boat that's pulling in. People are recording it. The, the amount of recordings that have come out now of this, the amount of memes, the amount of everything is just... Where have I been? What is this serious? I can't believe you didn't know about this. You're literally <laughs> under a rock. You and Captain have got to get on this right now. Okay. So basically, um, and then I'm watching the film the first time. I see a young black man literally from I don't know where. He jumps into the water. Oh, my God. Yes. And like, wait. Yes, he swim. I remember this now. I okay, have seen this. He's, he's swimming to the dock to try to get involved and save yeah. the... 
save this black fucking guy. day. <laughs> so basically, it ends up in a full-on melee. There's uh, people, cops getting involved. There's an older black so- guy who starts hitting a woman with a chair. That's what they did so again with the chair, like an the old chair. lady. Oh I never watched God. the whole video because I've just been seeing random things about it. And you know, sometimes when like things go big or huge, I'm always like, eh, is that really, like, I'm not gonna watch it. No, I mean, I, it's it's. I mean, I think if it's on Twitter, hold on. I mean, listen, let me maybe I can pull it up here because the the boat the boat fight is literally the fight of the year. This is <laughs> this is this is taking off, man. And I mean, I I, I can't I can't scroll through tick through TikTok for like five minutes without seeing the boat fight. Um, I'm seeing images now of the boat fight, the aftermath, how people look, how. How they got the face best? Oh man! I mean, man, oh, you can't, wow. you can't be jumping people like that. I mean, the 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 part when okay, here we go. I'm gonna. This is the part where, like, I showed this to my family, and I'm trying to explain to my my family, like, look, I know, you know, people down south get a bad rap, so don't take this out of context. But like, this is how they roll. This is how some of them roll. Like, this is how some of them do it. All right, so let me go ahead and share the screen here. One second here. Oh my gosh! This this is this is the best shit ever. This is better than all the fights this weekend. This is this was the fight of the of the weekend, not oh fight of the night. Fight of the weekend. Okay, let me see. Here we go. Fight of. I think I have volume here too. So yeah, I should have volume. Here we go. Oh, so many people getting hit. Great, I love it. Ooh. Oh, Okay, when he when is it? Wait, listen, wait. When, when he when he hits the lady in the head with the with the chair, you can hear you can hear even the black woman who's recording it. She's like, "Oh my god!" Because even she was like, "No, hell no, that's too far." He done crushed no, that lady. Okay. I had not seen anyone get arrested up until that point, but mind you, whatever police were there, he got arrested immediately. They were like, wait a second. Everyone's out here fighting. Okay, we get that. But you're out here with some WWF shit. You're slamming. Listen, that's not the first person he hit. I'm going to go back because this, this damn text is hiding it. He starts whacking on people up here earlier, and he looks like he's an older guy. Like He just had it. Fucking had it. There he is over there. It's still of him. Like he, he's he, see, he's already getting the work. Where did he get the chair? I don't even know. They got memes about that. Okay, so he's he's over here hitting somebody. Else. Okay. Oh, oh, there. he's hitting the white guy with the chair. Oh. Your commentary is is crucial. This guy just said he going to jail. 
<laughs> and by the way, if you look in the background all across the top, that was like a uh, not a cruise, but like a little riverboat thing. And all these people are black. And so the, some of them are coming up here all hostile. Anyway, that's one of a handful of I clips. I just read the fucking statement. It says the day after Trump and the Gump rumble and the what it rumble, rumble what? and the Gump. I don't even know. Oh my! Yeah, there's, there's so much going on with this. There's so many clips. Uh, that this is how it all started. This is the this is the beginning. He's, he's trying to talk to this guy. His friend just comes over. Yeah, that, this is how it all starts. That guy it, definitely must have been drinking. Oh, yeah. And then you're seeing the, the video from the boat that's coming into dock. Then it becomes a race thing because it's all white people and it's a black security guard. Uh oh. Yeah, and now all these. Here comes first super, super brother on the scene. Here comes the swimmer. He said, Black boy, for the help that boy. Oh my gosh. It's a race thing for no reason. That's what I'm saying. It becomes a race thing. As soon it becomes a race thing. Not because the white guy hit the black guy. That's not what's the race thing. The race thing is when five other white dudes come and jump on this black dude. That's the way it becomes a race thing. And then you see other black people oh being like, God. this black guy's in trouble. Because <laughs> if it was like just one white guy fighting the black guy, nobody would have reacted this way. They would have came over. Yeah, they, they would just came over like watched. they would have maybe broke it up or something. You know what I mean? But it was like seeing a crowd of people on top of this one guy, and then oh yeah, so all yeah, hell broke then, loose. You know, all you can think is like this. That's a lot of white people on top of Bad look, man. It's a bad look. <laughs> even I want to see the statements come out of them being like, "We was just drunk." I don't even know them white Listen, people. <laughs> there's like, oh my gosh, but I feel. I feel like obviously there must have been a lot of alcohol involved because it doesn't make sense. There, he was just asking him to move the boat, so it wasn't like he was like he was. I don't know. He wasn't giving him a ticket or anything. Like he was just probably asking him, "You got to move the boat." He was probably getting they, hot, and then that one guy just they, they lost it. Been, they had to have been drunk, or like some guy was just like, "This guy's not going to ruin my fun," like or whatever. Yeah, basically, come on, dude, do your fucking job. But leave us alone. We're just out here having a good time, and then yeah. He snapped. Dude was snapped. He had flip flops on the whole nine. He wasn't ready for a fight, but next thing you know, I mean, he listen, got <laughs> yo, yeah. There was one video angle of a guy who was running from the mob of black people, and this man just jumped in the water. He just dove off the dock. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm about to get beat up." I can swim. Yes. He's like, "I'm gonna go swim." Oh my gosh. Anyway, Haley, I gotta run. I got some shit to take care of. That but uh funny. I'm gonna show Cap that video right you now. You got go just go on Twitter and just type in boat fight, Alabama <laughs> boat fight. Yo, I'll tell you what, you could just give the South a bad name again. <laughs> yeah, right. But you could just steady read the comments and you'll be in tears. 
The Slept. comments get me. The this comments. Every, it's so like, good. where's Waldo with the fucking fight? Like, this oh is what this God, guy's dude. doing. This is what this guy's doing. It was so good. And the chair thing is like, I'm trying to tell you, the guy with the chair is getting all kind of claim to oh, fame. Oh. Anyway, I'll see you later, kiddo. Have a great all night. Right. You too. Bye. Peace.